everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Head Productions. I'm your host, Sean, other host, Danny. How you doing, man? Oh, man, so I'm doing pretty good. I got, I uh, made it so that I have uh, homework again for the first time since I was like 21. <laughs> oh, yeah? I, I, uh, offic- I officially uh, decided to stop being... Uh, lazy coward and actually signed up to take uh, bass lessons mm-hmm. and the guy that i'm taking my lessons with is hardcore like he's he's uh in the process of getting his uh doctorate from usc for bass for like all bass. just music and okay. music in general gotcha he's gonna be you know and I, I made the joke uh where it's like you know uh whole thing about is there a doctor on the plane and it's like i'm a doctor and it's like this man's having a heart attack and it's like here's my card i can play at his funeral <laughs> yes uh but yeah i have to he, he like made me buy a, a it's like in college i had to, already had to buy a book for the class oh geez <laughs> luckily it wasn't you know actually like college it was only a 20 dollar. well it was 25 and then i got the student discount which is you know weird for me to say yeah did you say you were going to slap at the base and they smacked you upside the head and said, shut up? No, because I didn't want to get slapped across the face <laughs> yet. Yet. I didn't know him well enough. Mm. But, uh, this man but yeah. cringe at slap of the base. I wonder. Well, he's a guitar player, but he cringes at everything. I don't know. <laughs> Inle- well, unless it comes out of, uh, like Ben Shapiro's mouth, then, then he cringes at it. Or, um, the other guy, the the change my mind dude. <laughs> Those are the only people he agree with. He doesn't even agree with Joe Rogan. That's how hardcore he is. Oh, that's super hardcore. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so uh, so now now I just imagine you just waiting all week for that text message of what? The, why the fuck are you gotta talk about me on there? Well, here's there's like, like if we talk about uh, solid when we used to instigate him about um, the the wonderful service that is um, the Games Pass, yes, for all the convenience and fun games that it brings to you at a low low cost. Um, I'd get I'd get a text like today. <laughs> for man thing, I'll get he's like a, he, I'll get a text next week saying I just listened to the new episode, but I don't, and so. It'll take like a week. He's he only uh, listens to podcasts when he rides his bikes. He's healthy, gotcha. like that. Got gotcha. you. I I was gonna go for a uh, you know a walk, and then I realized that uh, sleep was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my coworkers, she was trying to get me to walk with her, like mm-hmm. in during downtimes when we were like waiting for trucks to show up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, so the first time like I played the bad religion song i'm going for a walk and i'm gonna use my head and she's like yeah never mind yeah oddly enough it the walks didn't last very long and then she tried to like blame it on me mm-hmm. but it was because i guess her leg hurts and she didn't want to walk and i'm like it's not my fault not my fault your leg hurts yeah <laughs> well it's not my fault we didn't go for a walk because she was like i'm like you ready to go walking and she's like maybe tomorrow and i'm like all right and then like Two days later, she was like, "Yeah, we." He didn't want to go walking, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 
What are we doing here? <laughs> Pump the brakes, lady. <laughs> uh, I'm like, dude, you're you're not my wife. You don't get to um, blame me for things that aren't my fault. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. Well, that's too funny. welcome to the We Are Adults show where we throw everyone under the bus before we get to our first beer. This is a this is a bus driving show. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, solid snack and uh... manting. And manting. You don't got to say anything about you don't got to say anything about my wife because she like almost wears it like a badge of honor that she, that she doesn't, doesn't listen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we like talking to people and she's like, yeah. He, they like if they find out to do a podcast, it's like yeah, he's been doing it for a while. I haven't heard an episode yet, but he does a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I accidentally, I accidentally clicked on something and it started playing. So I, but I stopped it immediately. <laughs> my ears, my ears, the pain. Well, it's like the first time, like, uh, like when, like early, early on, uh. A friend of mine like started listening to an episode where I could hear it, but I didn't know he was listening to it. I just heard this, and I was like, "What the fuck is that song?" And he's like, uh, "That's the opening song to your podcast." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, that's the song you picked?" She I'm is. Like, well, it was free, I guess. It it was free. <laughs> it was free. Uh, we we don't have any better options necessarily. No. We couldn't afford band thing. No. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, what are you drinking today, Sean? Uh, from Energy Energy City Brewing. Uh, this is part of their Bistro series, which is uh sours. This is a pineapple coconut cream pie. It's a flavor. Did you say? Did you say? Did you say bistro, not bistro? Bistro. I said bistro. Oh, it sounded like you said bistro. Oh, my bad. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, just because in my head I said it right doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. You know who will know is a friend of the show, Solid Snack, when I get the correction text. <laughs> he'll, 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 he'll lambast one of us for being wrong. Danny, for the record, he said it wrong, not you. <laughs> I'm assuming. I, I just assume I never yeah. goes my way. Generally, whenever I do get texts, yes, they are saying that you were wrong. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, Every show needs an evil person, like the like the heel of wrestling. <laughs> I just try to make sure that people are are really listening to the show. <laughs> Pineapple coconut cream pie, flavored. Uh, beer contains real fruit or full and consistent flavor. Invert and swirl can before serving. So I did actually read the can before I poured it. <laughs> oh, that's always the worst. Whenever you like open a beer and then you like, as you're like getting ready to take your first drink, you read the can and it says it has like special instructions on opening and you're like, oh, fuck. It's my fault that I messed this beer up. <laughs> Failed you. I'm sorry. I want you when to you were in school. Beer. When you were in school, did you ever have the teacher that did the fucking dirty test where it was like the teacher gave you the test and it's like don't don't answer any questions till you read them all. 
Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, when you read the, all the questions, the bottom one is just the bottom instruction is just r- write your name in the top right corner and hand the paper to the teacher. <laughs> no, I've not had that. I had that happen multiple times and my simple fucking brain fell for it for more than once. Really? Like, like when you get it like in fifth grade and then when you get it again, like in like, like a couple years later and you just, you don't think about it. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, I got to take a fucking test. And then, yeah, I'm that guy that I was that guy that answered all the questions before reading. (laughs) Oh, you're terrible. You're a bad person. Oh, it's, it's a, uh, um, Undisputable fact that, in fact, I am a bad person. <laughs> so, is it like a uh, kettle sour then, or is it just yeah, so, a tart ale? Yeah. So, reading it, it says um, all these these beers um, have sourness served fresh from the kettle for a bright and lively taste. So. So, like, when I smell it, it just reminds me of the Tiki Room at, like, Disneyland. Like, it's just, like, pineapple to the max. Which is amazing. Because I do I do really love the smell of pineapple. My, my, my only problem is that I can't, um, I can't get the term cream pie out of my mind. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> So it tastes it's very like, creamy. It's like in the movie American Pie. He made an apple cream pie. Yes. Yes. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so the beer. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it, Danny. I think the coconut flavor is a bit too strong. Or I think somebody like you that doesn't like coconut for me, like I, like I think it's I think it mashes well with the pineapple. Um, it's not very sour either. Um, it's just like a click of or like a sneeze of sourness. But I think I almost could say that it's the pineapple. <laughs> Giving it this more, uh, giving it the acidity. It's not, um, it's not too sweet either. It has a really nice kind of balance between that tartiness, sourness that the pineapple and the kettle sour give it with the sweetness. I almost taste like it's just, it's not even like sweet. It's like pineapple sweet. You know what I mean? Like, if you right. had pineapple, you were like, oh, yeah, this is a sweet pineapple. Like, that's what you would, that's, that's like, probably the level of sweetness I'm getting from the beer. Nice. Like, a, as you mentioned, a uh, refreshing dull whip. Yes. Yes. Um, it's pretty good. I do like it. Um, it. It does seem pretty heavy for a sour. Um, but... I mean, I don't know if I would just, like, just chunk these. I think this is more of, like, a nice, like, one, have one <laughs> for fun. But I'm not a uh, all-night drinking beer. Definitely more yeah, for, it, like, a, a, more like a dessert beer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sound, like you said, it sounds like, it smells like a Dole Whip, tastes pretty much like a Dole Whip. 
you know, it would be like a after dinner beer. No, or if you're like, I have a, I have a sweet tooth, but I also want to drink a beer. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, what about you, man? What are you drinking? So it's funny. The beer I'm drinking has coconut and vanilla in it mm. as well. You just had vanilla in it too, right? Um, it or it was marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say anything about either. Oh, yeah. I thought it had like marshmallow. No. I could have sworn that you said marshmallow, coconut, pineapple, cream coconut pie, cream pie. Oh, okay, maybe the coconut, the cream is in the vanilla. The vanilla is in the cream. Maybe. But anyways, so mine is a, but mine's a pastry stout. Heyo. That comes in coming in at eleven percent. It is called macro dosing. <laughs> And the label very much looks like somebody um, you would think of someone would see like is taking acid, like in a movie, like if you've seen um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp and Trisha Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a Solaris blendery, beer and blendery, and a beer zombie collaboration. And they even go so far as to have a pairing of not food, but music. <laughs> what music to drink? Like your beer. Yeah, like yes. It's too far. And so since man has gone too far. <laughs> and so since uh, the fitting in with the theme of going on a trip and not you know leaving your house. I'm going on a walk, <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> not go anywhere. Exactly. This one, the the ambient pairing is Funkadelic Maggot Brain from 1971. Hmm. Oh, man. Let's see. Oh, you can definitely, like, you can smell the sweetness from the coconut and the vanilla. Like, it doesn't have the, like, it doesn't taste specifically like coconut but there's just this sweetness like that i'm pretty sure like i said is from the the adjuncts um i haven't had a bad beer from either brewery mm-hmm. beer zombie or solaris um even some of the ip you know even though uh most of the beers that the beer zombie made for a while were uh ipas or hazy ipas um and i'm not a fan of those necessarily they were still enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm part of their uh, Solaris's uh, membership club, known as the Tusk Club. The Tusk Club. Yes, and there's there's actually a, a very like good reason why it's called the Tusk Club. Yes, is because when they were home brewers, the guys that brew the beers also have like almost sounds like they're making fun of people with their names. It's Chad and Skyler. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, they, uh, their home brew, home brewery was Tusk Brewing. Gotcha. And I think it was because it was a brewery that had another name exactly or very too close to that. So they, you know, as copyright laws work, they had to change to Solaris, but to, I guess, pay homage to their original, uh, um, name. 
it's kind of like how um, Russian River now ha- has like, um, you know, in addition to Pliny, they have another IPA called Blind Pig. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the brewery that, that their head brewer, Vinny, owned when he brewed, when he lived and brewed in Temecula. Mm. One of the OG California craft breweries. OG. But they had. But Solaris, they did a fancy little brunch yesterday for the um, members of the club. And it was pretty cool. We were there for a couple hours. Had like food laid out, pancake bar. Pancake bar? Uh, wow. Yes. Like, and you can either get like go ahead, ask. I was just gonna say, I was just I was just curious as what's in a pancake bar in a pancake uh, bar. So it's uh, you got to choose between two flavors of pancakes. One was like beer infused, and the other was a lemon ricotta. Mm-hmm. And then um, they had like three different butters: a honey butter, a whipped butter, and a pistachio butter. And then they had like um, beer infused, like like almost like jellies, but kind of syrupy consistency. So yeah. based on their um, the flower beers that you we like. The red flowers and the purple flowers. And there was a blueberry one that they'd had. Nice. And then they had three different uh, flavors of syrup. Nice. Like basic, like whiskey barrel aged. And I can't remember what the other one was, but yeah. And then they had, um, oh, they also just had a basic chocolate sauce. And then you could also add like, they had like candy and cereal things that you could sprinkle on top of it. So super fancy. Super good. All the food, all the food was good. Everyone was pretty cool there. Like, I just feel bad. Like the pancake lady, she was like stressed out because it was like, I think she just got overwhelmed by the number of people and orders, Mm -hmm. but everyone there was, uh, super nice. Like she was like, I'm so sorry. It's going to take a while. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. We're not going in. We're not. And pretty much almost everybody had the same thing was like, yeah, we're, we're hanging out, man. We're just having beer and hanging out. Like whenever you get it, we get it. It's cool. Like you don't have to rush. (laughs) <laughs> so we got a, we got our, our glass and then they made sure they got our sizes so i guess at the next event we're gonna get our shirts Ooh, fancy so exactly super fancy so speaking of like original california craft breweries california no so apparently and sell their breweries Exactly. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, Greg Cock, Coach Cock, Cat, he's uh, going back and looking at every statement he's ever made in the history of uh, owning Stone Brewing and just doing the opposite. Because mm-hmm. there was the point where they were like, yellow, beer, yellow fizzy beer is for wussies. We're never going to make yellow fizzy beer. To hey everybody, here's our yellow fizzy beer. I hope you all enjoy it. With their, I mean, it's a good beer, the Bienavidos, the Mexican lager. Yeah, I I don't think I've had it. No, no. You didn't get it when you were at the safari park. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Is that what we drank? Because it was a long day of drinking. Yeah, that was that was what I was drinking. Oh, no it was idea. basically like the Mexican lager with the lime and salt already uh, brewed in with it. With the lime and the coconut chicken all up. And then they said, we're never going to make seltzers. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, here's our Bienavidos line of seltzers. Apparently, 
Um, they're not smart like the brewery where they just, when the brewery was like, we're not making IPAs ever. And then they make the offshoot. And they're like, see, the brewery's not making IPAs. It's offshoot that's making IPAs. <laughs> ah, but then he also said, and relatively recently too, that they will never sell out. Selling out is for sellouts. Well, apparently they're a sellout. Yep. They sold to Sapporo. Sapporo. For what was one hundred and eighty-six million dollars, far less than the one billion that um, Constellation paid for. Uh, uh, what is it called? Ballast Point. That's the brewery. Wow, Ballast Point got paid more money. Well, that but then that was like but then like semi recently, Constellation dumped Ballast Point off for like a fraction of what they paid for it. Oh, gotcha. Who, oh, Apparently the, the who owns Ballast Point now? Some random little like brewery in like Chicago called Crooks and Convicts. Really? And they bought somebody else too that was kind of major. And everyone's like, "Who the fuck are these guys? And where are they getting all this money from? Is is this where the Chicago like mafia money went to die? Is that this brewery? And now <laughs> they have? Is that how they can afford to buy all these breweries? Dude, I don't care if they could just if they could re get some decent head brewers in there and rebrew Ballast Point how it was with real fruit, I'll fucking be happy. Shit. Right, because they... fucking cut they, the distribution to the East Coast if it makes it. Because <laughs> 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 I know they're, um, they're leaving... Oh. No, it was a green flash that got bought, and they're moving their distribution. Like, they're moving all of their operations to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Like the brewery that bought them was from Colorado, but um, I guess it came out that, and after Stone got bought, that um, Constellation offered Greg five five billion for Stone at the time. Gotcha. Whether or not that's true or not, I don't know, but I think that would have been his, that's his way of saying, like, see, we didn't want to sell; we we only sold because we have to. <laughs> but I think they're they're kind of in the same. I think they're kind of in the same situation that Modern Times was, and I guess they didn't want to wait till the banks. Put them up for auction. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, I'm not sure who, but I'm. It might be Maui Brewing, but somebody is um, appealing the verdict on the auction that Brewery X won oh, for Modern Times. Really? So that's not that drama. That sales that drama's not over yet. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Who knew? Oh, man. So, who knew beer drinking could be so much drama? Twitter, beer Twitter did. Beer Twitter. <laughs> oh man! But um, someone posted a meme on a so on Instagram. Beer Instagram is more fun than beer Twitter. Beer, you know, just like everything else with Twitter. Twitter is just full of uh, angry people saying stupid things and being angry about things. Like uh, the favorite thing I've read about Twitter was like Twitter is ninety percent. People imagining a guy exists and then getting mad that he does. <laughs> uh, but on Instagram, there's a there's a guy he made a meme and it was like you know the the whole where the guys having a meeting and there's like three people sitting in chairs and the first guy, the first two guys offer sh- shitty suggestions and the last guy offers like an actual good suggestion but they throw him out the window. Yeah. So the the me the guys are, the first one's like. He's like, how do we get Stone profitable again? You know, they uh, put Greg Cox's face on the boss. Mm-hmm. And the first guy's like, 
we can sue everyone that has the word stone in their name. <laughs> and then the second guy is, we can turn our labels upside down. <laughs> and then the third guy's like, hey, we can go back to brewing beers that people actually want to drink. <laughs> hey, oh. Right out the window. Right out the window. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how it's going to affect their employees. They said, like, it, it was reported that they found out via a Zoom meeting at 11 o'clock at night Pacific time that the sale had gone through. Wow. And then it was announced officially the next day. So they're like, yeah, we don't even know, like, if we have a job, what's going on. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, but then also part of the deal is that Stone facilities are going to brew Sapporo beer. Oh, wow. So I guess that's that's the win. If you're a fan of Sapporo, you'll get fresh Sapporo on the West Coast and East Coast. Yeah, because it's out of their Virginia. Uh, is that all uh, imported right now? Yes. Uh, that would make sense for Sapporo if they're trying to get their their product in here. It's probably it's probably going to be cheaper just to brew it here and distribute versus trying to like make it in Japan and ship it over. Right. Like, I, and I don't know why I haven't tried it. I just I just forget about it when I'm at the store. Or don't think about it. But I haven't tried Newcastle since they um moved all of their brewing operations to the well not all of their but all the brew beers that they make in the US are brewed in the US or they sell in the US or made in the US by uh Lagunitas. Mm. Gotcha. And I heard I heard it taste noticeably different. Like good or bad? It, I think it's like like it has a little bit like more like you can taste the hops better in it. Mm. So that's one of the things I heard. Lagunitas made the beer better. <laughs> or just just fresher by having it already here instead of sitting on a boat for however long that's true oh man so i was on vacation this week yeah, and the big reason why is because i had three uh nights of concerts in a row where i was like I, before i knew like what was going on with the concerts i'm like by the time i get home i'm gonna have to go to work yeah and so the first concert i saw was a small venue in mm -hmm. LA called um, the Hotel Cafe. Um, it's it's like really cool, really intimate. I saw the bands I saw were um, this, the opening act was a rapper named Old Man Saxon, which um, <laughs> I'd never heard of him, but I guess there's a show on Netflix um, about like people trying, like basically like um, all of the uh, um, reality shows about people trying to gain fame but it's based exclusively for rappers. And so like they had like the, like four judges and people came out and rapped for him and stuff. And so I guess he appeared on that and made it pretty far. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, I talked to him a little bit after and part of his routine, he tells jokes and stuff. And he was saying that like, he's gone to shows and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not really familiar with this music, you know? And he's like, what can I do to make it entertaining for people who it's like their first time to see seeing me? And he's like, I know I'll just start telling jokes right off the bat and get people relaxed. And so he came out and he, like had played some music and had people dancing and stuff and told some jokes. Like um, one of the jokes he said was, uh, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's heard of Karl Marx, you know, but not very many people have heard of his uh, sister, Anya, the inventor of the starter pistol. <laughs> it's a thinking man's uh, joke, Sean, so you probably won't get it. I, I chuckled. I chuckled. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. 
It was a silent. It, we, it was like instead of LOL, it was quietly ch- QC, Q, uh, quiet, QCTM, quietly chuckling to myself. Yeah, you can redo the joke if you want. It's okay. Too late now. And then he uh, he's like, <laughs> he was like, you know, I'm gonna. Um, he's like, you know, I've been playing a bunch of my songs. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do someone else's song. You know, he's like, it's not, you know, I don't do it often, but I'm going to do someone else's song. So he started playing uh, Kanye West's Gold Digger. Yeah. And so he, you know, it, the, the whole intro, you know, she gave me money, out of town, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the, you know, the drums kick in and he starts singing. I ain't saying she's a gold digger, da, 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 da. but she ain't messing with no. And then he breaks off the, he's like with no broke. And then he cuts off the music and all silence. And he, you know, the, the crowd was singing along and he's like, but he cut off the music and everybody was quiet too. And he's like, all right, good, good. I was just testing you. I noticed, I noticed this crowd's predominantly white, white. I just want to know what kind of white people I'm dealing with out here. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, we passed the, uh, the N word check. Nobody, uh, nobody said it w- either with the, with the hard landing or the soft landing. Mm. As Bill Burr says in his joke. Uh, but yeah, so, but then the Flowbots was the headliners. Which everyone's like, who? But I told, and I'm like, you know that song, Handlebars? And either I'll get a yes or a no at that point. Just, you know I, the f- I know who you're talking about. It's been a while. Yes, they were, they're like, they've come out with a couple albums since. Um, they're even, they're better. Like, and I'm just waiting for someone who's like, for them to get popular again and someone to complain that, like, when did the Flowbots get political? Like they did with Rage, even though that, like, Handlebars is, you know, their first hit and was. If you actually get past the joke of, you know, I mean, like the the funny, I guess, message thing of like, you know, taking apart the remote and almost putting it back together. At the end, it's anti-war song. Yeah. Um, but dude, they put on an amazing show. Like I thought, like like they played like three or four songs, and then like the music was like, um, and pretty intense, and they, they were jumping on the stage. The crowd was jumping, and then it got quiet, and I'm like. They just play like four songs and that's the end of the show because that's that's how like most bands end the show is that that energy. And then they proceeded to do hit that energy like five or six more times throughout the night. So if you get a chance to see the Flowbots on this tour, go see them. And then I saw two nights of Primus, once in Riverside and once in Long Beach. Yeah, you did. And they played fucking forever in a good, but that's in a good way. Like they went on, they played like they did a whole, a full Primus set, mm-hmm. did a short, inter, like a short, short, like 15 minute intermission, came out and did, and then came out and did the Rush tribute, uh, Farewell to Kings album, which is like a 40 minute album. Mm-hmm. And then they did like more Primus music afterwards as like the encore. Was it just them? They had another band opening up. Mm-hmm. Called uh, Black Angels, and they were—they're like a psychedelic band from Texas. Yeah. Um. Like the, I don't know if it was them or the mixing or what, but they sounded pretty bad in Riverside, but they sounded better in Long Beach. Um. They're pretty trippy. Um. They sound like they'd be pretty good actually. Like listening to their uh, album. Um. Put on, but they put on a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like old school, like especially at Riverside, where I'm like, dude, I've, I'm having deja vu of watching like 
band like punk bands with like shitty like sound mm-hmm. and like just barely any light effects but they're up there like playing with their like all their passion yeah like they don't care they're just like dude we're playing in front of a live crowd um and like it seemed like a decent amount of the crowd was there to support them it wasn't like mm-hmm. people were booing them off the stage they got a lot of cheers especially in, like long beach mm-hmm. and long beach also seemed to be a more of a rush friendly crowd but it was also uh like the long beach theater basically was all seats yeah um so and then the riverside show they were able to get it like a semi-decent pit going even though the set for riverside was a little bit slower Gotcha. Like they, it's weird. They played like the slower songs at the place where they could have had a pit. <laughs> um, but I ran into when I was waiting in line for the Riverside show. I ran into a father and son that were um, following the band pretty much for most of this tour. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they saw them. Um, for sure in Santa Barbara. Then they saw them in Riverside, Long Beach, and then they were gonna go see them in Vegas. Before heading back home and i'm pretty sure they saw them a couple more times before mm-hmm. the santa barbara show Jeez, just just sleeping in their van and uh trying to eat like cooking foods on like a camping stove i'm like that's 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 too hardcore for me man ah <laughs> <sighs> but yeah man too hardcore and they're like, we're going to see you another show in, in Vegas? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I can't make it to the Vegas show. And he's like, what about the one in Co- like Colorado like next in a, next month or the month after they're doing a couple shows at Red Rocks Amphitheater? Which part of me is like, oh, I, I really do want to go because I've want, always wanted to see a show at Red Rocks. I heard it's a pretty awesome venue. Yeah, that's what my dad says. He says it's uh, awesome. Yeah, I have to get – I have to, you know, hope, if, you're, if you're listening, Faja, uh, Get get to get yourself to go see uh, this tribute to King show at Red Rocks. It's it's pretty awesome. I know I know he's a Rush fan, <laughs> so he should he should rush on out and get tickets to the concert. Hey oh, <laughs> oh man. So uh, a couple months ago, a bunch of like content creators for Destiny were kind of pissed at De- Bungie because their stuff was getting taken down with a uh, copyright strike claims. And then Bungie was like, whoa, whoa, it's not us. Cause our shit's getting hit too. Yeah. And so thanks to, you know, with the cooperation of YouTube and, you know, science, they found the person responsible and they're suing him for, what was it? $7.6 million or 6.5 million or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so did you read the article that I sent you about this? No, I didn't get a chance. I know I was I, in the Discord chat. They were talking about it a little bit, but I just basically, it seemed like um, all I got was somewhat of the gist of um, of them, like, copywriting shit. And, of course, like, YouTube's terrible uh, <laughs> programming. Right, and so basically... I guess he had had some of his content copyright struck and was going, you know, full like Scooby-Doo villain and was like, well, if I can't have my content up, no one can. And, um, but he came and he, when he uh, was asked about it, he basically said that he was trying to help protect those companies from people illegally downloading, like putting stuff on YouTube. And he didn't want, he didn't want to, to what happened to, uh, you know, basically he didn't want to happen to, 
if what he was putting up was was not supposed to be put up, then how can the other people do it? So he's trying to basically trying to protect Bungie, mm-hmm. even from themselves. And so Bungie came out and was like, "Look, you know the rules are that like a certain percentage of your content has to be original, and if you do that, we're fine. That's cool. You just can't take." Like, basically, what the guy was doing was just taking full, like, songs mm-hmm. from, like, the raids and the strikes and where areas and stuff and just putting them up on his YouTube channel with nothing else, no original content or anything, just the songs from Destiny. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and you, you know, <laughs> yeah, especially it's like, what do you mean I'm getting copyright struck? It's fair use. And it's like, dude, at least like, like, um, play, a vi- play, play like something in the background or do something that's not just our songs. So at least now they got it figured out and they've, you know, reassured the destiny content creating crowd that they're not sick. They're not going after them in any way, shape or form. Speaking of, Crowds going after people. The <laughs> final episode of Kenobi aired. Uh, yeah, uh, so, appointment. Pe- no, I- not a for, not not from me. From in the in in the Star Wars fan community. So, like the first few episodes came out, and people were like upset about one of the Inquisitors mm-hmm. kind of being like more of a focal point of the show than Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and. To the point where, like, there was this one content YouTube person who does reaction videos and stuff, and she was shocked and appalled that she and like hurt that she was the people were calling her racist. And the reason, main reason why they're calling her racist is because her in her review of the first two episodes of Kenobi, she she said that um, Disney is hiding their bad writing and their bad writing and bad characters. Behind a darkie actress. Oh, behind the darkies or something like that. But yeah, she. It's like, oof. what do you mean you're not? You're, you're, confu- how are you, how we're confused on how you're confused that people would kind of take that as possibly being racist. <laughs> uh, but so basically, the story, you know, Kenobi is kind of, you know, starts off him living his life. And then they kind of cut, you know, they cut between him and the or- the Organas on Endor, not Endor, Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Endor is where they go to stop other planets from being blown up, the Endor moon, but Alderaan. Um, and so um, you find out that, you know, basically there's the Grand Inquisitors are trying to hunt down all the Jedi and they find one on Tatooine, but, you know... Um, you think they're kind of coming after Kenobi, but it's him they're after. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, they figure out that Kenobi's alive. You know, they know Kenobi's alive, and so they f- kind of figure out that he has a connection to the Organas. So he, they ki- have Princess Leia kidnapped, yeah. knowing that Kenobi will come out of hiding. And so, basically, it's a after that, it's you know a chase of him trying to find Leia, the Inquisitors trying to find him, and then Darth Vader shows up, which. <sighs> The only problem I have with Darth Vader showing up is um, they have multiple face-to-face interactions. And so it kind of goes against episode four where he's like, yeah, I haven't heard that name in years. And 
Um, it's kind of like in with the Clone Wars cartoon, how they go out of their way to make sure that General Grievous and Obi-Wan Kenobi never meet. Mm-hmm. Because the first time they do in the Clone Wars, and I mean, in um, the prequels, Kenobi's like, oh, you're shorter than I thought you'd be. <laughs> so he can't, he can't say that if they've already met, you know? Correct. Um, the fans aren't happy about the way they left the whole Kenobi Vader thing, which it's like, how else would they have left it without ruining, you know, episodes four five and six? I mean, it's, it's people are like, well, what's the point of the show? And the point of the show is to show what Kenobi was doing during a, a stretch of the time between episode three and episode four. That's the whole point. Like, I don't know what people were expecting from the show. You know, it's, it's a goddamn TV show about fucking space, you know, uh, samurai and nazis it's you know it's not going to change your life but it's if you're if you're into star wars and especially if you're into the kenobi character um oh it's you know always so dreamy dude he's even dreamier in this oh maybe maybe um, i'll stop watching anime and watch it yes (laughs) and there's like there's like some good scenes where like um with darth vader um and they you know when they said that um Hayden Christensen was recast. I, I was hoping that they would just have him for like flashback scenes. And there's a lot of flashbacks of his, you know, him being trained from both Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of explaining the character flaws that are in Darth Vader as, you know, they currently are because they were there in his training. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it gets, it starts, it's a slow burn. It starts off slow. It has some intense moments, but even then, the intense, some of the intense moments aren't that intense because, you know, it's like, okay, there's like four characters on screen right now and three of them can't die. <laughs> yeah. So. Not allowed. Right. Um, but other than that, man, like if you have Disney Plus and you're looking for something to watch, I highly recommend it. It's, it's definitely worth a watch. Okay. Especially if you're a fan of uh, Ewan McGregor as a human being and an, an actor. He's a beautiful man. He is, man. <laughs> uh, so, it's the, the, the current season of anime is pretty much wrapped up. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me the truth. I can't well, the good news it. is the good news now is like the shows that we weren't like keeping up with, we can go back and binge watch. Cause I know there's a couple shows even from last season that I started like watching an episode of, or two of mm-hmm. and ha- didn't get a chance to finish. Like there's one where it's the, is it the Isekai where they get transported to a different land? Dude, that, do you know how much that narrowed the story? No, 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 <laughs> that's, that's no, no, but no, no, I'm saying is that the genre, right? That's the genre of the yeah. Isekai. Yeah. Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So is- it's, it's an Isekai okay. anime. Um, and I can't forget, remember the name of it, but like the, the premise of the show is basically the name of the show, but basically like these two guys get transported to a different world, Mm -hmm. but one of them gets transported as a hot chick. Oh my God. You started watching that. Someone told me it was funny. Uh, And so I watched the first two episodes. I watched the first two episodes and it, it seems a lot better then what was that one shitty anime that you started to watch and couldn't finish? Uh, 
something to world strongest or whatever. Yeah, from world str- world strongest to whatever. Yeah, or some from weak from weak to strong. Yeah, it's weak to strong of some sort. Yes, and then it it also definitely seemed better in the first couple episodes than the uh, when the the demon lord come, comes back as the common man mm-hmm. or whatever that show is. Yeah, like it seemed better. It seemed better than that one by far, Got at least. You. Okay. So, like I I didn't hate myself watching the first two episodes the way I did with that one. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so one of the shows that I finished, I don't know if you did, was the Arharan-san Wahakanarai. I did. I did. I finished it, like, literally, I think, like, right after we got done with the uh, last week's episode. I think I was ah. just like, I, <laughs> I was like, I need to watch this. Man, it's, it stayed, like, it's the same consistent level of jokes like the jokes never got old but of them like her not being able to talk and him mm-hmm. and his crazy misunderstandings and wild imaginations of things like yeah him she's not at school oh no all this horrible thing must have happened as opposed to oh yeah she probably just caught a cold yeah, yeah. she is she an assassin for the government <laughs> what she, <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, oh man and then the side characters were good. I liked the the interaction of yeah. the 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 the, the, fa- the rivalry between her and the little kid because the the all the kids looked up to her because they were about she was older but her height their height mm-hmm. and like because she was older she was better at all the things that they were into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but spoiler, it's an actual it's an actual romance anime where there's actual they don't like string it along too long. They actually yeah. confess. Yes, and I liked how, like, in episode 11, they actually, like, hid what the conversation was at the, uh, at the campsite to make it to where it was, like, um, help, it helped, like, build the suspense for 12, because you didn't really know what happened. Right, because they were camping with friends, and then she, uh, said she was going to confess to the girl that's been, like, basically protecting her since elementary school, and... They go out and she runs off, but and so she thinks the the friend thinks the guy hurt her, and so like t- the twelfth episode is her like challenging him to a duel, and he's like she's like, but you're not trained in you know martial arts and swords the way I am. I just kill you, which I wouldn't mind. She's like, which I wouldn't mind doing, but um, we'll play this game, and that game was like um. It was a game that basically keeps reappearing throughout the show, where like the they f- have the uh, the discs with the black side and the white side, and try to flip to take control of the board. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it was nice at the end when everyone was all happy for them and stuff. They're like, "Yeah, we knew all along. You guys should have been a couple." Ah, mm-hmm. uh, but that yeah, and then uh, trapped in a dating sim. Yep, so that one, um, episode 12, also came out last week um, as well, and I thought this one, this one was pretty funny, um, I thought through the whole thing, and it was kind of interesting how they all had, like, he ended up, like, not hating um, some of the other characters as much as, like, the story went on. So I thought it did a really good job of just character development through through the whole thing. Um, 
the final battle was uh was pretty decent it was a clever way to end it but it just kind of leaves leaves it kind of open for like whatever um i'm not sure i think so when i looked so the anime covers the first two light novels and there's like a total of eight eight light novels right now so there still seems to be a lot of room to go i just don't know if we'll get any more anime out of it though as with everything yeah <laughs> right it could be like you know like love is war and get one every seemingly like every other season mm-hmm. or it could be i can't remember which the anime they just finally announced um or there was one where they like after like five years or something like that they or more they announced a finally announced a sequel to it oh um the devil is a part-timer yes yeah that comes that out one. next season right in the summer i believe so yeah i believe so yes yeah then so hopefully uh is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon has a redeeming season because i was not impressed with last season's story right so i um on um the phone app for vrv mm-hmm. Um, you can read, you know, people can leave comments about these shows. Yeah. Basically. And so most of the time they mark things as spoilers, but every once in a while people are assholes and don't. Yeah. And, pe- and then like he doubled down on people getting mad at him and he's like, what? If, if you haven't read the manga, then it's not my fault. It's not spoilers to me. <laughs> Jeez. So I kind of know where the the direction that the 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 manga goes, but I don't know how they're going to do it in the show exactly. Are you talking about uh, which one? Trapped, trapped in a dating sim. Oh, like what happens after this? Yes. Okay, got you. That's why. Like I don't, what happens? Yeah, I don't read comments. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that that's what ha- that's like you, that you find out what because ha- like uh, watching the last couple episodes, I was like. Like they had Maria kind of going on a dungeon quest, and I'm like, oh, that's a good way to kind of get her out of his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of find out what goes on with her more and stuff like that, basically, and the relationship. And then he kind of uh, talked about the how the relationship changes between him and the two girls. Yep, like he stops caring about trying to like. Like, have her go to the princess. Like, he's like, I just want her to myself. <laughs> right. Well, because he was like, he keeps getting promoted. And, he, and like, well, he's like, I can't. He's like, as much, even if I wanted to fall in love with him, I can't because I'm not that character. But he keeps getting promoted and mad about it. But then he finally realizes, like, wait, I keep getting, like, basically um, ranked up, you know, in, like, royalty mm-hmm. to the point now where it's like, I can date them, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And then. Like, after the final battle, he comes in. He goes to go to his room, and they're both in his bed. Yeah. As naked as, like, a PG-13 anime will let them get naked. Yeah, that was, like, the only part of the anime my girlfriend watched. Of course it is, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what are you watching? And you're like, literally, this is the only scene that they've done this in. And she's like, yeah, fucking right. I've seen other anime. I know you're, you know? Yeah, I just was like, wow. I was like, of course. I was like, it's never happened in any of the episodes. Like, why would I be worried about the last episode? Right. <laughs> and at least my wife will give me a hard time, but at least, you know, it's like, if I tell her, it's like, yeah, this hasn't happened before. She'll like, believe me. Yeah. But she'll also give me the side eye too, just to fuck with me. Yes. But he was also ever the gentleman. And instead of like, you know, some anime where the guy, you know, 
goes to a different world and is trying to bang all the chicks. He didn't jump in the middle and try to have, you know, a boat party. Yeah. He was just like, why didn't anyone tell me they were in there before I opened the door as he, after he closed it and walked up to, he's like, I'll just go sleep in another, I'll go sleep somewhere else because yeah. my bed is occupied. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, uh, he generally showed like he was like just more annoyed with the royalty and his whatever than he actually hated them. Yeah. You know, he was like, well, let's get with, let them get with Maria. Then they deserve, they, they deserve each other. <laughs> yes. I'm going to, I'm going to change the order on the paper, Sean, because I want to talk about this, the next one last now. Okay. Because so the other another ep- anime that finished was the Skeleton Knight in Another World. Mhm. Yep, that one uh that one also uh finished up. I didn't get a chance to look at how much farther the light novel and stuff is ahead of the uh of this, but um I I I thought I I thought it was pretty good. I I thought it was a pretty clever way of how everything uh like happened at the end of the day um and it's just so funny how like arc is so oblivious to shit like that's going on (laughs) right he's just like i'm you know almost tongue-in-cheek he's like i just want to live a quiet inconspicuous life and even at the end after like you know defeating the you know just saving the day and doing all this stuff and he's like they're like the two his traveling companions are like Common and incons- like inconspicuously, they're like, "Yeah, that's not that can't happen. That's not going to happen." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" Well, they're like, "How can you say this with a straight face?" And that's when he took off his mask, and the ninja who had never seen him without his mask on like freaked out because it's a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really liked the animation mm-hmm. that they did for her when she was scared. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and I also liked his um, interaction with the nin- the ninja dude. Yeah. Where you thought they were going to be like rivals and hate each other, but they just ended up being like dumb jock dudes. Yes. Like, like <laughs> both trying to like outdo each other, but also impressed with their like abilities mm-hmm. to the point where their like abilities synced up and they're just like, wait a minute. We're, we're super badass when we work together. <laughs> but um, I don't know how much more there is, but according to the comments, there are, there is more. Yeah, I figured I figured as much. So and then like I like how Ark just doesn't understand like um the uh what's her name's like feelings, like how she started to crush on him and he just like totally is like an on space nine about the whole thing. <laughs> right. Like he's he, he's like a weird character, like how he's like kind of purrs out with like he's like, ooh, elf girls and ooh, you know, um the wolf girls and this and that. But then he's also like very oblivious to their the signs that she the one character likes him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought I think they've done a really good job, just you know telling his story and getting him like getting to know him in the party, and then also telling the story of the side story of everything kind of going on, or the main story, I should say. So. Right. They they seem to be doing a better job. Of that in this than they did like in um, I'm a Spider. Yeah. Because I like, you know, it seemed like people were not happy 
when they would show anything that wasn't the spider scenes. Yeah. Even though they kind of have to set up what's going on in the greater land that, you know, she's going to have to deal with at some point. Yeah. But, Crap. um, but this, uh, this one seems like people aren't upset about the, the non arc scenes. Yeah. But they also do a pretty good job of tying them together. Like whether in communication with her, like about what's going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just a fun show, like almost dumb fun, but in a good way. Yeah, I thought it was just a fun. Wa- I thought overall it was just an easy, fun watch to do. Um, throughout the whole thing, and it was like it's funny because he like thinks he's like he, even though he's like probably way overpowered, he doesn't think like he's that strong or anything, and he's pretty humble. Like it's not rubbed in your face. So and yeah, I, and I think a lot of the jokes about him being like a simple traveling knight, and people are just like, "Okay, yeah, you're not, but we'll go with that." <laughs> yeah, like in the final one, he summo- summoned Ifrit, <laughs> and they're like, "Um, how did you do that?" And he's like, "I'm just a simple traveling mercenary." Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> they're like, so they're gonna worship that. Like, you know, after seeing that, they're going to worship that like it's a god. They're like, no, people wouldn't do that. So based on what's happened in the show so far, that's probably going to come back and bite him in his bony ass yes. in season two, if there is a season two, which hopefully <laughs> there is. Hopefully. We'll see, though. Um, and then the, the, the show that I'm pretty sure both of us were looking forward to watching in its entirety mm-hmm. for its third season, right? Uh, I thought this was season four. I could four? be wrong. Okay. Either way, multiple seasons. Love is war. Uh, the final is it is this like the final conclusion? Like game no, over? Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Oh from God. what I from what I read, they're they're barely halfway through the manga. Oh wow. It's crazy. It's, I'm curious as how it, it keeps going. Like I just feel like this is such a satisfying ending to the story. Like I just hope it's not right now. I know. That's the thing. It's like, you know, whenever like, um, like with TV shows where TV shows get canceled and then the fans petition to get it back and then it comes back and then they fucking hate the, 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 the new shows, the new stuff, because it's not exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Like when you have a show where the premise is, you know, basically, the vice president and the president love each other, but they don't want, they want the other one to confess because falling in love is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And so if the other one confesses, then they are the weak. What? And then at the end you have a confession. It's like, okay, where does it go from there? Yeah. But, but it seems like people still enjoy the manga. It's not like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't read any, I didn't read one comment and it was weird. Cause it, this one, 13 episodes. Yes. I was so, super like, pissed, dude. So I didn't even look. I just saw episode 12 and I watched it. And then I was just like, it ended. And I was like, fuck. Like, I gotta wait another week. Like, no, I can't. And then like, um, like, and so like the song at the end is like playing. I'm just like, oh my God. I'm just like sitting there. Like, I just, I hate myself. Like, I don't want to even, I don't want to wait another week. And then it just pops up like episode 13. I was like, Huh? What? What? Another yeah. one? I was like, click. Let's do this. 
let's do this. Oh, man. Like, his setup to get them alone at the at the bonfire, mm-hmm. like, the way it was, like, Kaiser Sose level of, like, master planning. <laughs> yeah. It's what He's I like, if, you know, yes, like, him getting, um, um, the, I'm fucking, she's, like, my favorite character, and I just threw a blank on her name, the pink-haired girl. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Getting her, like, out of the thing by doing a fake mystery, yep. and then having Isigara's crush who's like in like the, the the play for the festival having that basically like right before the campfire mm-hmm. knowing so it'll be like okay so he won't be he he definitely won't be around me if he's going to watch the girl that he likes mm-hmm. and you know the other girl the the discipline committee girl basically put her on self on patrol of the grounds to make sure no there was no uh, canoodling going on yeah was, um he was like it was well played well played yes and I like how they was just like it felt so satisfied when they the way they did the ending because it wasn't like a confess none of neither of them like confessed like they did like a workaround. Yes, <laughs> and, and both of them were like because he they showed him and he was like, "Wait, I didn't confess. Did she? She didn't confess. Are we? What's 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 going to happen? What's going on? Like, how is it going? How am I supposed to act towards her tomorrow? Yeah." And then her like explaining the kiss and stuff to her, uh, her caretaker, her maid, basically, yeah. and her like someone you know like after I pointing out how like her uh, the animate not only did the animation for her change while she was doing the explaining, but her like voice got all uh, faster and high pitched. Yes, which they've done a couple times with her whenever she's like flustered, explaining things. Yes, <laughs> um, but also I feel like I feel bad like for the maid and her reaction when she realized the confession was happening or what she thought was the confession was happening. <laughs> she got, she had like a little panic attack as soon as like the balloon burst open. Yeah. Cause I think she also developed a crush on the, on the prince, on the president. Oh yeah. And she just wants to, she, you know, she just wants to live a normal high school life, even though she's got to be at the beck and call of Kay- Kayagura. Yeah, Chica. Chica is the pink-haired girl. <laughs> yes, she does. So, oh man. So yeah, they haven't, you know, it's too soon, but so they haven't announced another one, but hopefully they keep it up where it's like every other season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Like, this one seems to be at least like um, gets made pretty quickly. So I think and, we watch it like at least twice a year. With And without... Um, any seeming drop in um, budget? No, not at all. So, yes. So those are there's like four animes right there: Aharon-san, Wa Hakanarai, Trapped in a Dating Sim, Love Is War, Skeletonite, and Another World. Mm-hmm. All all with all episodes out, and definitely, uh, I would say they're all binge worthy if you haven't seen them yet. Yeah, I I would say so. They're all pretty pretty great so and just keep in mind love and war love is war is like three or four seasons so you got plenty to watch there <laughs> yeah it's almost like i yes. just want to re-binge watch the previous episodes there was so many good yeah. laughs in the previous seasons too i do kind of miss and i and part of me is kind of torn because i do miss how like in the first couple seasons how basically 
like at the end of each little mini episode in the main episode, they would declare a winner or a loser. Yeah. Um, but they kind of got away with it. They got away from that in this season, which it's like, all right, like that might be too much of a good thing in a way. Yeah. They had um, like, and they, they still had some though. Right. They didn't, but they didn't do it like every like 15 minutes or 10 minute episode within the oh, episodes. Yeah. No, I just think this, uh, the stories just started getting too complex and too long to like do stuff like that. Plus, they would have like you know, like the mini episodes would spread out across like the whole episodes. Yeah, like multiple. So there's like a part three or a part four of things, and then they also kind of seem to focus more on the side characters, which were all well written and their journey for love. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, well, that's it for today's show. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all your fabulous needs. Danny, another great episode. Yes, yes, it was. Get the weeb on. I think we have more anime for next week, too. Of course. Well, there's not much else I can do anymore. My place, I, like I, I think I, my PlayStation is officially dead, so I can't play video games. So <laughs> it's it's a uh, you know I got well. Um, you can start watching uh, Miss Marvel too. Oh, that's good. That's good. Not that's that that'll be. I I don't know how many episodes they're in, but I don't think it'll be done by next week. So, but at least I can get caught up. Uh, nice. So I don't know. Maybe we'll have that for next time <laughs> or soon. Or soon. Or soon. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>